Hi, hotties. Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic. I'm your host, Christian Sanchez. And this week, I have a great episode for you guys. This week, I have a guest. I am sitting down with Rain Jasmine. Rain is a model, a social media manager, a fellow podcast host. Her show is called Couch Talk. And today, we're talking about mental health. That's kind of Rain's specialty. Um, she's obviously a bad bitch, that's why she's on the show, but I asked her, you know, when we were talking about having her come on the show, I was like, oh, what do you want to talk about? And she was like, mental health, like, I'm so passionate about it, so I was like, say less, girl. And yeah, I really enjoyed recording with her, she's super cool, so if you end up liking this episode, check out her show, it's on YouTube and Spotify, so yeah. Um, before we get into the episode today, I just want to throw out some quick announcements. Make sure you leave a review, share us with a friend, rate us five stars, share us on your socials, anything. All of that helps the thought topic. Thank you everyone who supports us, who sends me nice DMs, gives me nice feedback. I literally love you. And if I don't say thank you enough, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I so, so appreciate it. Um, let's see. Next weekend, I'm going to LA. Ah, so fun. I'm so excited. Um, so I'll have some fun updates about that when I get back. I'll still do an episode next week, but I'm excited the following week when I can give you my Los Angeles content. So yeah, that's, um, I'm really busy. I'm a little sick. That's why I sound like the Crypt Keeper more than usual. So I'm slowly recovering. Let's see. Yeah, not much else going on, you know, just busy per usual. Super Bowl weekend was fun. Rihanna, still that bitch, will forever be that bitch. Um, what else? What else happened this week? Valentine's Day. Oh my God, guys, I literally had, I'm going to have an annoying, like sentimental moment. I literally had the best Valentine's Day, like I've had thus far with my boyfriend. So I feel very loved and special. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm so fucking busy, but I'm, I'm trying to keep up. So thank you guys for tuning in and let's go ahead and get into the episode. So without further ado, here is Rain Jasmine. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Thought Topic. I'm here today with Rain Jasmine. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm so excited for you to be here. You look gorgeous. Thank you. And we're just going to have a lot of fun today. Our main topic is mental health, Mm -hmm. which we'll definitely get into. Yeah. The first time I saw your, like, social media, I'm like, this girl needs to be on my show. Mm -hmm. A certified thoughty right here. (laughs) You, like, fit the description. Thank you. Like, we're all hot girls here. Like, everyone who listens to Thought Topic is just a sexy bitch, but we're also, like, emotionally aware and multifaceted, and I just feel like you can bring that to the table today. Hi, I'm that bitch. Yes! (laughs) So, okay, before we get into the episode, I want everyone to get to know you a little bit, so... um, Why don't... I have some questions for you. Okay. A little icebreaker moment. Okay. Okay, so, why don't you tell everybody where you're from, your job slash passion, your zodiac sign, your relationship status, and why or why not are you a certified thought? Go. Okay. Yeah. So, 
My name is Rain Jasmine. Love that. And, oh, and Rain like the weather. Yes, yes, ma'am. Cute. It's a real name. <laughs> and literally, I'm from South Florida, Boca Raton. And I am single. Oh, God. Love. <laughs> the story there. Single era. Cute. I love that. Are you recently single? Have you been single for a while? Recently single by a New York man. God. Okay. That's what this whole fucking show's about. Okay. <laughs> Literally. Cute. Um, I'm a certified thotty all the way for, I'm not for the streets. Wait, wait, wait. Back up real quick. What's what? your sign? I'm an Aries. Impulsive. Stop. Fire. I it's love you. I'm a Sag. Oh, God. This is a match made in heaven. Like, seriously. <laughs> it's impulsive as shit. No, so <laughs> impulsive, but that's amazing. We I love, love fire signs. We love it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Um. So, why or why not are you a certified thought? So, why I am a certified thought. Mm-hmm. I love the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> we I do love the clubs here. Yeah. I love the clubs. And I'm always out there looking hot as shit. Mm-hmm. I show up like I'm that bitch every fucking time yeah and i'm why i'm not a survive thought there's no reason good i always <laughs> like to give people that option because well i've had people on the show before be like um i think i'm a thought but like by definition and kind of what we go by in the whole premise of this show basically mm-hmm. is like it's kind of like reclaiming the title like yeah the whole hot girl energy hot girl thing that has been popularized by social media hot girl summer exactly hot girl winter (laughs) yeah it's like it's just a lifestyle the hot girl lifestyle so that's here being a thought means like you live in your feminine energy and you like own your sexuality and your sexual power but you're also like a multifaceted being so you know you know it's a term of empowerment (laughs) yeah you know and like i i know it goes kind of without saying like that's just like the brand messaging overall but I always like to ask people because they're mm-hmm. like, um, I'm for all of that. But I don't know if I embody that. Give them an option. <laughs> right. I'm like, you can say no. Okay. Someone did say no one time. Oh, my God. She was like, I don't really think I'm a thought. But like, how do you respond to that? I was like, uh, <laughs> this Break. is the show. <laughs> Not that I was like, hey, we're done. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I want to jump back real quick. Okay. Talking about your job slash passion. Yeah. So you said you're a social media manager. I am. Okay. So how did you get into that? What does your day-to-day kind of look like? So how I got into that was literally like, um, I was in college and then COVID effing happened. Yes. So I'm like, and okay, when I was in college, I was doing like three jobs, like Mm -hmm. at Penn, because I went to Penn State. So in Pennsylvania, I was just doing all that. And I'm like, when when COVID happened, I went back to Florida and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not making money and I love money so much. (laughs) So that's. Fair. No, literally, I'm stuck inside. My parents will let me outside. So social media was just going off around that time. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck do I man- monetize off of this? Yeah. So I literally researched the algorithms for each platform, and I started going to like influencers in my neighborhood. I'm like, hey, do you guys need help with your feed? Do you need help with like PR? Do you need help with like emails? Yeah. Yeah. And then I started doing the emails for them. I started doing their feed organization for them, and they loved it, and they started paying me for it. And I was like, okay. Bet. so then i'm like let me go to the businesses and then i did yeah. that for them. and i started a business wait that's yeah. amazing well and honestly like that's such a i guess like future focused career that like is so accessible for people if they're willing to teach themselves yeah. and like that's even a career you could like transform like it's going to benefit you in anything you decide to do. Like, for example, you were also saying you're a model. Yeah. Being a social media manager, oh like, God. that's so helpful. It, mm-hmm. like, overlaps. That's kind of how I feel, too, just with, like, all the... We were talking about this before the show, but it, it was a it was a hot topic. So I wanted to mm-hmm. mention it on the show, too. But 
I feel like when you're just a creative person, you have to be able to wear so many hats and like you have to kind of just be willing to teach yourself new things. Like, I don't know. I just think that, for example, like I went to school for acting. Like I, that's my main thing, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. the main hat I wear is, hi, I'm an actor. But then when the pandemic happened, I was like, oh, well, I've always really liked podcasting. Like I want to get into that and like learn how to do that. And Mm -hmm. lo and behold, here we are. And I just, it's just cool because then it also helps you collaborate with other people. And I don't know, it's just all part of the bigger picture. It really is a bigger picture. And we're so fucking young. Like it's going to get bigger. We're going to monetize more merch, everything like that's up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. (laughs) Aw. What is your like biggest dream in life? Okay, my biggest dream in life is to literally like make a change within our next generation because that's I feel like it's gonna go to shit to be yeah. honest with like being that digital the social media is out there so hard and I feel like parents really are making iPad kids now. Yeah. And it's like I wanna help the mental health within like that generation and just like be a not an icon, but be someone that's out there that they could look up to. Right. Like, I wanna be like them. Oh well <laughs> I think too, like well, and this is part of the reason why we're talking about mental health today. Um, one, that messaging is so important because like, so when I was in middle school, I was at the very tail end of MySpace. And that was kind of like when social media was really just becoming yeah. a thing. And I remember people used to be fucking ruthless online. Mm-hmm. Like the culture is, you know, it's obviously not as good as it could be, but it definitely, I think, used to be a lot worse. Yeah. Like, you would literally, like, go online, go on MySpace, and, like, if you looked at famous people's profiles, people would just say, like, the nastiest shit to them. Mm-hmm. And people kind of do that now, but I feel like there's more of, like, an Triggered. awareness about it. Like, mm-hmm. there's a little bit more of, like, a sensitive culture to that, which I think is a good thing. But anyway, okay, this is kind of a tangent. Oh, but last night, I saw this TikTok about how um, Haley Duff, Hillary Duff's sister, and Kim Kardashian had beef on MySpace back in the day. So funny. And she was like calling her a, a, like a horse or something. Uh-huh. And she was like, she was like, I know you think my lesbian friend Paris is the worst. Like they were like cyberbullying each other and just saying like the most 2000s like, like title on insult on MySpace. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, and they were grown ass women doing that shit. This was probably in like 2004, I think. Mm-hmm. And so. Keeping that in mind, like that was the internet culture. And then now, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously like people are more sensitive to things like that. Like cyberbullying is a thing that we're aware of. Super. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Like there's so many like aspects to it now that we're just going to keep learning more and more about how social media affects who we are as people and our mental health and all of those things. So it just kind of makes sense that those are two things you initially become passionate about. Do you get what I'm saying? I get it, yeah. Yeah, because I just think like, I don't know. I just think that if your job is revolved around social media, you have to have like a good... You have to have tough skin, like big skin. And you have to like understand kind of how it works and how to like establish those boundaries, you know? Yes, like what I've learned with like being like the influencer and like the social media like mogul, like manager and stuff, I've learned that you can't be the consumer and you can't consume or it's going to literally drive you insane you have mm. to be the creator for people to follow really so yeah. i literally, my phone is always on D and i same you'll never <laughs> catch me scrolling through timelines ever because yeah. it will drive me insane seeing what other people are doing and i'm like oh my god i should do that i should do this like it just drives you insane okay wait that's such a good point i know we're gonna like deep dive into all of this i love it but 
I, that is such a good point because I remember like, okay, so last year I took a little like break from Thought Topic because I was just like mentally going through a lot. Mm-hmm. And I also was just like, I don't really know like what I want to do with my show yet. And I remember like there was that like Reddit page that came up like NYC influencers or whatever, mm-hmm. where like people just talk shit about like influencers from New York. Are you serious? You don't know about this? Girl, Whoa. don't read it. Don't read it. I mean, you're not on it, but don't read it. So anyway, so I was reading it because like, I also just like reading like gossip, right? Like I read like celebrity gossip and all that stuff, but I was reading it and I started thinking to myself, I was like, oh, well, you know, like I shouldn't try with my content creation because then like, what if someone does this to me? And then I like started spiraling down like, oh, well, I know people like, probably talk about my show or they talk about the kind of content I put out and I'm not even like on that scale yet and it started to like kind of stunt me because I was like oh I don't want people to judge me like that Mm -hmm. but to be to have that kind of job it's similar to like you know being a famous actor or being like well known being well known in any like Mm -hmm. career you're at like people are going to judge you no matter like what scale you're on and like sure that can feel like more harsh and more intense on a bigger scale but it's like that's why you kind of have to like learn how to set those boundaries. And so for you, you're like, yeah, I don't consume. Like I don't scroll through people's things and try to compare myself because it's just going to be mentally taxing on you. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. That Oh my God. It looks like in my head now. Reddit page? Girl. Yeah. Well, I've always been kind of like a Reddit girl just because like, so terrifying. (laughs) Some crazy shit on there, but because I like to like get people's like testimonial things. And I think Reddit can be useful for that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, because any platform where people can be anonymous, that is just like a playground for people to be like evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I think like the lesson I kind of learned in that was it's a lesson I always have to learn is you really have to not give a fuck what people think. Yep. (laughs) This is literally me every day. That's so like literally how my friend before was asking, like, oh, like, when did we meet and stuff? I'm like. I don't know because I will not be focused on the day before. I'm always focused on like fast forward to like future oh, and everything. Moving forward. Yeah. Keep yeah. on moving forward. Do not look back on the past or anything. Oh, really? Like always, especially like with, um, with social media, like mental health and everything. It's like, if I keep on going back into the past and like what I've done and stuff, then it's mm-hmm. not going to make me move forward. Cause like when there's a problem, there's always a solution to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, and I think too, it's just like, obviously you need to like learn from your past, but I think if you're constantly like dwelling in the past, looking at past details, you're going to get stuck there. Stuck. Void. You know, the void. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I know that's kind of been an issue for me in the past when i've been like depressed it's because i'm like thinking about the past yeah and like being like oh this happened in the past so that's why i'm feeling like this in the future and that's such like a slippery slope to get stuck in right yeah it really is like especially when you're becoming more self i feel i think it's like it's beneficial because it's literally becoming more self-aware within like into in tune with yourself really Mm -hmm. because it's like when you start looking back on the past and like why you're doing certain things in life where you're like okay this is wrong that's literally you telling yourself like oh my god this is wrong yeah. why am i doing this okay this is why let me try and fix myself yeah because you know? um, it's all on your own life journey like i'm such a hippie with that no like, same. <laughs> okay good like i'm such an effing hippie when it comes to mentality because it's such a big thing especially now like it's so much harder to have a good mentality now it really is because there's like so much pressure there's so it's like way more intensified than it ever has been ever like there i feel like in the past it used to kind of be like oh you would just kind of compare yourself to like your circle yeah like you would be like oh like my coworker just got a promotion and i'm kind of jealous yeah but like now it's like oh this person 
person across the world just like um got my dream job paris fashion week or something yeah i hate myself yeah you know what i mean i'm gonna cry so it's like <laughs> on such a bigger scale like the stakes are higher so much yeah it's so disgusting I hate it. well and so that's why we're gonna learn how to keep it in check today yay um so yay okay, okay. like let's just dive in then yeah. so rain i keep wanting to call you jasmine that's okay like by your last name a lot of people do I, I feel like that's like my inner like athlete because okay. like when i was younger and i played sports people would be like sanchez oh okay. and i'm like yeah i'm so like troy bolton <laughs> high school musical i love your last name <laughs> thank Christian you sanchez it's cute it is cute if you google me um like some sexy spanish actor comes up that's not me he's like some <laughs> sexy guy from spain okay so if you google me throw in my middle name not um, a guy popping to, up <laughs> no right the plight of having a unique name uh-huh. everyone's like well at least for me because i'm a girl everyone's like um isn't that a man name i'm like well i have a pussy so and it's my name so i don't know what to tell you like i don't know it's not my problem right. it's not yours right and it's cute mm-hmm. that well and i like that your name is rain Thanks. but it's spelled differently like it's just cute Thanks, i mommy. like unique names <laughs> so thanks to our our families we love it so much <laughs> Okay, um, I know we kind of touched on this a little bit, but why are you so passionate about mental health? Is it just because of your job or have you always been that way? What kind of like initiated that passion for you? Okay, so why I'm so passionate. It's literally like, I grew up in a very, um, not not a household that prioritized mental health really. It's like hush hush, don't speak, or you're like weak as hell really. Cause I grew up in like an all guys household. It was not terrible, like it, it Turning to the person who I am now. Yeah. Really. So and, you have um, brothers or I have brothers. Okay. I have stepbrothers, but brothers, three yeah. of them. And I used to have a stepdad. He's not a stepdad anymore. So it's like growing up in that household, um, I just there's a lot of things that I did not take care of as I take care of with myself as like a young woman. Mm-hmm. And when my mom got divorced and everything, she took she started taking care of herself, going to therapy and stuff. So then I started going to therapy. So now I really prioritize my mental health, like being going through therapy and figuring out the problems and figuring out the solutions to it and everything. Yeah. And I just want to make a better change of that. Yeah. Well, that makes sense too, because I just think if you're always, not to hate on men, but I'm going to hate on men. If you're a man, I'm not sorry. So the thing is, is like, if you're in that kind of environment, like, well, one, men are just not encouraged at all to like be emotionally vulnerable no. and like talk about their feelings or their struggles in any capacity. No. So if you're a woman just trying to like navigate that kind of environment, that's scary as fuck. Scary so as it's like confusing. Yeah. Like it's mm. no wonder you're like, oh, I have all these emotions and these feelings, but I don't know how to like process this. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of relate to that a little bit just because like I come from a big family I have eight siblings. Jesus. Yeah, literally Jesus. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> but I, in my family, like, they're, I, my parents are still together. Okay, and um, they're, they are very loving. Like, they're in a health, like, a healthy, happy relationship. But growing up, like, because there's so many kids with so many needs, it's, it's kind of, like, hard to be actively present equally for all of your children and like some of my siblings had like more serious or more obvious like mental health issues Mm -hmm. as we were children growing up that I kind of like 
my like defense mechanism was like, oh, well, you know, my brother needs more help. So I'm going to like help support my parents and like help them like support him versus yeah. like, well, I have problems too. Like I have anxiety, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I feel like I kind of internalize that as a kid. This is what I've learned in th- therapy about myself. We love therapy. But <laughs> we, we love therapy. We stand it. But Yeah, so I kind of like learned how to process my own mental health that way. And so it really isn't until you grow up and you go on your own that you're able to really like kind of work through that stuff. You know? No, I completely understand it. And it's so funny. Like, this is so off topic on that topic. Love it. (laughs) But literally, like, I see some of my friends that are about like 18, 19, and they're Mm -hmm. like, they're complaining about um, like what's going on in their brain and like what they're feeling and like the mental illnesses that they have. And, literally what I always tell them, I don't even tell them like advice. Like, I'm just like, just let it rock. (laughs) I like when I see that it's not as like a big, big problem, I'm just like, just let it rock. And I swear to God, things will fall into place. Yeah. Well, the more older you get and the more you realize things, because I feel like the older you get, especially like with moving to New York, like both of us combined, it makes you realize a lot of things or moving out of your, your mother's house, your parents' house. Right. Because you're going through so much change at once. Mm -hmm. That is so different than what you have known your whole life. It's a culture shock. Yeah. Like, okay, you grow up with your family, whatever, like you're used to the one way of living. And then now poof, you're in the real world and you have to figure it all out. Like no wonder we all have fucking anxiety. You know what I mean? Like this shit is stressful. I mean, I'm in my mid twenties now and I feel like a a theme that I'm going with for 2023 is I feel like this is the first year like that. I know myself the best. Perfect. And I, yeah. And I just feel like every year I try to know myself a little bit better and that's like always encouraging me to grow. Mm -hmm. And it really like, I remember being that age, like being like 18, 19 and just completely not even knowing how to talk about that like feeling being like i'm scared i don't know what i'm doing you know like how to even verbalize that Mm -hmm. and there's a bigger picture to it all yeah like especially at that age it's like when and i I understand where they're coming from but it's like it's a bigger picture and i always i say that too so i'm like it's a bigger picture like you're going you're gonna realize you're gonna realize this, this is nothing compared yeah. to like when you're out of your parents' house and everything you know, right. on your own. When you have like real problems. Real, literally. Well, yeah. and it's funny too, because like being that we live in New York, it's so New York, bro. It's like its own like living in New York is a traumatic experience. <laughs> Just, <laughs> why I can't move here. Like literally, I like think about it and I'm like, would I be this like mentally unwell if I did not live here? Like <laughs> If I had not experienced everything I've experienced in the time I've lived here, you know what I mean? I get it. I get it. Like, I just, I really question it. I get it. Well, and then also everyone has the common thing of, um, what's it called? The fucking pandemic. Oh, God. You know that big thing that happened? <laughs> yeah. We all uh, so one. we all have this common trauma and we have our personal traumas that mm-hmm. it's like, damn, how do we deal with this shit? Mm-hmm. And you lived in New York when the pandemic happened, right? Oh, yeah, girl. Oh, God. So it was crazy because a lot of people left to go like live with their families or whatever. Uh-huh. And they left their apartments. I stayed because I was like, okay, I'm a grown-ass girl. Okay. I have this lease uh, in my name. I was living with a roommate at the time in Brooklyn. And her and I were just like, okay, I guess we'll stay. Cause like, she she was a little bit older than me. She was like 26 at the time and I was like 23. Uh-huh. Oh and, my God, what the hell did you do? Yeah, like, so, well, it was crazy because the pan- when the pandemic happened, I just started dating someone. And like, so I would just like hang out with my roommate and then like hang out with my boyfriend at the time. And 
it just like it was just such a weird time it was also nice too in some ways like i feel very fortunate it wasn't as like bad as like you know some people experiencing like death or loss oh my god or just like really like tough illnesses like honestly new york was like very quiet it felt like everywhere was like a suburb because like there was people around but it wasn't as chaotic as it normally is i saw the pictures scary as hell well and it was crazy too I feel lucky that I got to experience New York pre-pandemic and post-pandemic versus just like one or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it does feel different now. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like before it was everything I thought it was where I'm like, oh, New York is fast paced. It's crazy. And then now it kind of feels like everyone's kind of more in it together. Mm -hmm. And it's still like now that we're kind of back to normal, it's like, yeah, it still has that element of like cutthroat straightforwardness go 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 but everyone kind of supports each other a little bit more yeah you know what i mean yeah they're nice here i love moving here everyone here is so nice i was so scared i was like everyone's gonna be so mean but everyone's so nice what was your biggest fear about like living here jesus um (laughs) so not gonna lie when i moved here i moved um with not with a boyfriend but my boyfriend lived here when my boyfriend is time he lived here and god how do i like rewind this so in june yeah in june i came here on the trip okay by myself and i was like oh my god i fucking love it here i used to come here every effing month yeah and for like modeling stuff and then june i came around like only trip because i used to come here with friends and then i was like i met a guy and we like fell utterly in love like literally so then he like kind of persuaded me to be like just make the fucking move like you come here every month just make the move yeah so i did it made the move moved to harlem and my biggest fear here was nothing because i had him but then oh you had like that safety net i had that was my safety net so i was like okay whatever then he left and i was like oh god so my new fear was like friends oh so so like finding your community yeah oh yeah girl we have lived the same life that is so (laughs) weird like we went to both school for theater yeah and Mm -hmm. like both moved to new york with a boyfriend that we're both no longer with yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. so when i moved to new york in 2018 i moved in with my boyfriend at the time yeah and we're him and i are cool but like big prayer yeah we're cool that was probably one of the more healthy relationships i've had but we just like realize like we're not each other's person you know what i mean and we were like growing in opposite ways Mm -hmm. um but don't worry i got my toxic relationship later um yes (laughs) (laughs) so don't worry there's more fun to look forward to but no i get what you mean though like like even though i moved here with somebody like after we broke up i was like i need to find my community yeah and in a way i was excited to do that because it's, it's like it was the first time i was really really on my own you know what i mean oh my god like college god. is different because it's like you're all kind of in the same boat like everyone is experiencing college for the first time at the same time yeah. you know what i mean and you have like friends in your major or friends in your classes that mm-hmm. you can kind of lean on but when you move to a city and you're like 22 21 and you're by yourself you're like it's crazy oh how what the fuck am i gonna do that's when i got broken up with in october um i went straight back home to florida and then my mm-hmm. family booked a trip to la and we like had fun it was like oh, a fine. new break of adventure okay but the only thing like literally what you just said only thing i was excited about was like to date and to go out yeah. i was like ready to be on my own and just like experience life i just want to experience we're so young i just want to experience it's yeah all. So I was so excited. I completely relate to you with that one. Yeah. Well, and I think too, I just think it's important for people to experience that while they're young. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, not to be that person, but I think it's important for everyone to have a hoe phase. Oh yeah. All the way. Like I know people who have been in relationships mm-hmm. since they were like 
19 and they're still with that yeah, person they need to stop and it's like good for you but it's also like do you know yourself outside of that relationship it's crazy because i feel like now that i'm in like a new relationship my boyfriend i'm with now we've been dating since last spring summer mm-hmm. like now i feel like i really know myself you know what i mean I and i like it, yeah. know i know like what i want my boundaries what is a good relationship what is bad there's a realization yeah you know your standards exactly and i needed to learn that yeah like i i definitely used to be the kind of person who was okay with whatever and mm-hmm. i wouldn't like speak up and be like i'm not okay with that Same girl <laughs> well and it, i think it's just natural for women yeah. to be that way yeah. you know what i mean I, yeah i'm like i get excited like i'm happy that you're like this right now like I, I know exactly who you were when you were like younger and like before you had that big realization well, of yourself yeah i think it's just like a common theme especially that women go through living here um which is honestly what inspired me to like make this podcast is it like we're all trying to figure out this whole like life thing right and it is so hard be as a young woman or just like I guess if you're just a marginalized person in general, like maybe you're a queer person or you're a young woman, whatever. And to really like advocate for yourself and to really Mm -hmm. stand up for yourself in your relationships, in your job, in whatever, yeah, whatever aspect of your life you're in. So that's kind of what's always been my messaging with that topic and the overall like theme is like, yeah, sometimes I'll tell funny stories about how I threw up at a table at somewhere nowhere or like I went on a date with like, a crazy weirdo that was married you know what mm-hmm. i mean like just random fun stories but it's like i needed to live that life experience to be the person i am now yeah it's fun you know? it's all life life is just funny i call it like, life is just funny bro <laughs> you're such an aries it's not even funny you're like it. you're like yeah it's just content it's fun. <laughs> That's what I mean. you're like it's just i'm in a silly mood it's like girl your life is crazy <laughs> okay um real quick what do you think people get wrong about mental health especially like maybe on social media like since that's kind of like that's your job Um, what do you think people what's a misconception about mental health you think people have so misconception i think they have well really what i think what people get wrong about it which i hate to say like right or wrong really but i feel like in generation z um we like to make fun of our mental illnesses and everything we like to be like hee hee ha it's so funny (laughs) It's so funny to have our manic episodes. And it's like, it's not funny. You're <laughs> it's, like, it's damaging. It's so damaging. It's not cute to have a toxic relationship. It's not cute to be in a situationship. It's kind of sad. Like, you need to take care of that. Yeah. And I feel you like... You need that self-worth, girl. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> and it's like, when people post about that, now that digital marketing is like huge now, social media is huge. Yeah. It's really sad to see, especially like the younger people the younger people that are viewing this content and everything, it's going to be embedded into their minds. To yeah. That be that, that's like, right. Dude, I get what you're saying. Cause I remember when I was like, so like I was born in 96. So I'm like on the cusp of like, I'm like at the end of millennial, but like beginning of Gen Z. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like experience, I kind of relate to like both, mm-hmm. but I feel like in general, I identify more as Gen Z just cause like my interests and like who I am as a person. But I remember, like, when I was young, I would watch, like, fucking Jersey Shore and be like, that looks so fun. Not Jersey Shore. I want to go clubbing. Like, I literally was obsessed with that show or any, like, crazy reality show that was on, like, MTV Mm -hmm. or VH1. I think it's 
fun to have those eras or those phases of your life but you have to like remember that it's a phase like that is not like a sustainable lifestyle Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I kind of made that mistake like when I was younger because I was like oh I'm I'm gonna be a party girl (laughs) it's like uh no you're gonna be depressed bitch (laughs) oh yeah it puts you into depression I know the club rat scene around here yeah girl it like did not put me into depression, but I'm very happy about well, that. But the yeah. thing is, is like if you have a healthy balance with it, then it's super fun. Like now, I feel like I have a healthy balance between like okay, I go out maybe like once a weekend, or like if I'm not as busy, I'll go out like a few times, and then like the next week, if I'm more busy, like I put that like I prioritize what I need to get done first. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you don't really like. I guess like some people that comes kind of easier to but I had to learn that mm-hmm. you know what I mean no, yeah and I think part of it is it's just like that's just my experience with seeing what other people did and being like oh I want to live like that it's all content it was in your mind yeah You're like, subconscious well mm-hmm. and it's so I just think it goes back to what you say too about how like you know people go online and they're like oh I'm gonna post a video of me having a mental breakdown mm-hmm. like the amount of videos I'll see on TikTok of people being like oh get ready with me to go break up with my boyfriend and they're like crying the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like girl like, it's not cute it's not like, cute no like some things are definitely meant to be private which I definitely agree with yeah mm-hmm. I think like I think if you want to talk about it that's fine but I think if you're like in the midst of like an episode or you're like crying and breaking down you don't want to like show people that you're showing you know that weakness mean? that's another thing like definitely yeah. weakness and people like the world is cruel people can use stuff against you yeah it happens a lot it, yeah I mean I'm not saying I would use something against someone but if I, I saw someone, if I saw someone I knew like crying on their like story I would be like baby what are you you should take that down <laughs> you know what i mean i'd be like you're like you should do something about that babe sweetie um okay so for you personally yeah how do you know when your mental health is good versus when it's bad like what's something that the thoughties could do to check in with themselves that maybe um, it's something you do so what i do is um so i have this thing it's called the void and i literally my parents know about it I'm like i literally tell them like i'm going to the void <laughs> like an emo girl or something okay rar <laughs> <laughs> no literally what is, what is the void <laughs> and it's literally like just going to that spiral of depression and isolating myself from people that i love and that like i see myself from my friends and like just normal day-to-day life and when i realize that i'm doing that stuff i go so what i do person this is my personal thing that i do it's um I write for a digital newspaper for New York called Newsbreak. Oh, cool. And yeah, I just write about like love, life, sex, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's very like sex in the city of you. I love that's that. Literally why I started it. Yeah, that inspired me to do it. And, but really in like a vague sense, I just found a hobby that could help me push out of the, of void. the void. Yeah, the yeah. void. But it helps me explain my feelings in a way. It's almost like cathartic for you, but like it's also something that is going to enhance your life. Yeah, because I put, literally, like, I, I do social media. So writing for the newspaper helps with my social media growth and everything. Mm-hmm. And it helps me put out my feelings out there. And sure, the world is seeing it, but I use different names. But, like, oh, yeah. it's nice. It's nice to have that hobby. Dude, yes. That's totally how I feel. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's so important to, like, have things that ground you to pull you out of that depression. Yeah. Like, for me, I suffer, like, just like everyone else does with, like, depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I dare you to name someone who, like, doesn't. 
oh literally people that are not in the entertainment industry right or (laughs) actually i do make fun of my boyfriend because he's like i don't get depressed i'm like what do you mean you don't get you lucky bitch (laughs) i'm like what is that like yeah like i'm like like him and i joke about it i'm like what is it like to not feel anxious like all the time all the time except you're creative you're always gonna be anxious like i'm always thinking about like like security mm-hmm. like the next job i need to be working on my next project like security yeah, <laughs> yeah like just like all like anything that follows like falls under that umbrella and like i do like the way i live my life i love that you know i'm not confined to like one job um what did mm-hmm. colin say earlier literally if you have <laughs> if you're one, one job you're one and you're if you have one if you have one income stream you're only one income stream away from being broke (laughs) he said if you only have one stream of income you're only one stream of income away from being broke (laughs) yeah it's a quote quote. (laughs) but like i i feel that like i love that i'm not confined to like one thing Mm -hmm. but obviously the the negative side is that like we are always like searching for security always but anyway so I just feel like it's so easy to fall in, as you say, the void. So easy, especially as a creative. Yeah, so and easy. so you have to have those things that, you know, can like ground you and bring you back like, okay, come on, mm-hmm. like get back get back on track, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, and I've talked about this on Thought Topic before, like I kind of started the show when in that place where like I went through a really bad breakup. I had this like toxic relationship no. for like, uh, from the pandemic to like the beginning of 2021. Out of that, I remember that was probably like the most depressed I'd ever been in my whole life. Like I'd never felt like depression like that. Like it was like the kind of depression where like you can't leave your house. Like you can't get out of bed. Worse. You know, and like at the time I was working a job where like I only had to go to work for like four or five hours. It was a freelance job and I could like work from home sometimes. And I was just like, it felt like so difficult just to do that. So to kind of like pull myself out of it, like obviously I like leaned on my friends and family, but I also, what really helped me was like working on the show was, I don't know, like I got really involved with like doing Pilates. I like joined a Pilates studio for like nine months or whatever. Yeah. And I like those things really like helped rebalance me and be like, okay, yeah, like there are things that obviously it's hard to like get yourself to motivate, to find the motivation to get out of that but when you have something like that you have to cling to it you know what i mean it's kind of like your anchor yeah no it is like you know everyone needs something i just feel like like i said before when there's a problem there's always a solution to everything no matter what the solution is there's always gonna be one yeah so that's that's a good (laughs) check-in i you know what i know i'm like mentally unwell if like (laughs) i'm like i'm like i'm trying to think of like a thing i do when i'm depressed when I'm depressed, I eat the same thing every single day. What? <laughs> yeah. And like at the same time, like I remember, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I have like depression meals. They're like the most low maintenance, like easy, like ramen. <laughs> yeah. Like ramen. Like a lot of people experience that in like college under like high anxiety situations. Like I remember my depression meal used to be like, oh my God, so bad. I used to like buy those like Trader Joe's like vegan chicken nuggets and I would like eat a bag in just like one day. <laughs> that was like my depression. I'm like, I have to eat and I'm depressed. So I'm going to do something that's like the most like low maintenance, like low energy Sick thing. Like wave. <laughs> yeah. Like it just didn't take any like brain power. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So obviously not a good thing, but I'm just like, so I feel like some people just like have those things like you. You're like, oh, I isolate all my friends and family and go into my void. My void. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, like definitely. Like you just have to. I think it's just really growing up 
like you find you you're you're more self-aware the more you grow up depending on how you do things in life like life it's literally just like it's a game like yeah you gotta go left or right like make a decision i love <laughs> thinking of life as like did you ever play the sims okay bro do you not have you not met me that was, <laughs> I, i'm like i already knew you were gonna say yes i literally i'm like i'm a sim avatar no literally, and I'm, this I'm is like, like minecraft girl <laughs> shut up <laughs> that's like my fucking like 12 year old nephew <laughs> i'm yeah but it's but like that's literally how i think of myself i'm like i'm just a little avatar playing a little silly life game a little sim thing on top yeah <laughs> seriously okay um let's see okay shifting gears a little bit mm-hmm. since it's that topic and we often talk about relationships and you've touched on this a little bit okay wait um, pause since it's that topic and we talk about relationships a lot. How do you manage your mental health when you're dating? Especially now that you're like in a single era. I am in a single era. Yeah. 21 year old. So love. Be so fun. Thank you. I love it so much. <laughs> but um before I I I was not doing well with dating. It was always toxic relationships, like growing up and everything. I've had a lot of boyfriends. <laughs> oh really? It's bad. I was the girl that could never be like single. Like oh, you would have like back to back boyfriends. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Yeah, and I get that. They were all toxic. They all didn't last long. In my head, they're not really boyfriends. Cause really, when my last relationship was in October, really we fell in love in October. Oh my god, girl in red. <laughs> Stop! I love that song. Oh, I used to jam out to that. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> ADHD guys sorry love <laughs> but um really with the mental health and that my mental health was absolutely terrible because one I didn't love myself during those times it's all about loving yourself within your relationship and not like just your mental health in the relationship because yeah. I feel like it's like when I got into a, an I call it an adult relationship where the person respected me and loved me and not took care of me but supported me yeah whereas he was just an added joy to life my mental health was fine because I already loved myself. So I I feel like it's all about your partner and mm-hmm. the way you interact with your partner. Yeah. Well, and then it just kind of makes it easier, you know? It's like easier. When you're in a toxic relationship and, like, both your mental health is bad, then the relationship is bad, girl. Like, one wow. plus one equals two. No, literally. And you're like, why is this so hard? No, and it sucks. But it's like, I think once you really find love for yourself and realize your standards realize that you're literally that bitch that like things just they do get better yeah well and i think you made a good point about how they need to add to your life yeah like i remember i dated i dated someone before i was in a relationship with um someone who just like had really bad mental health jesus and they're like i need you like you make me feel better and i was like oh my god yeah like i'll help you it's cute in the moment and then they're like i know a place and it's rock bottom (laughs) and it's just like and it it takes a toll on you and they try Mm -hmm. to like bring you down with them misery loves company no literally and i've had to what i mean i know we're talking about dating but i've even felt that in like friendships before too where like you know, if you're around someone who all the time you're putting energy into someone who's like sad and doesn't want to work on themselves and just mm-hmm. like you're constantly trying to lift them up, they're just bringing you down, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a thing, it is, it's real. And growing up, you just realize that. And just being, like I said, in love with yourself, you realize that. I love me. <laughs> yeah, literally, I love me so fucking much. Like my, my literally, like my face is on my lock screen. <laughs> I, I'm all for that. My best friend, she's like that too. Like she's her own background on her phone. Yeah, period. And I love that. I like get embarrassed because I like work at a bar and if my phone's like sitting on the bar and like one of my coworkers sees like I'm my, I'm not my background right now, but if one of my coworkers sees I'm my own background, they're yeah. like, 
Say judging me <laughs> they like won't say anything but they're like judging me and i'm like at least i like myself period see? you know yeah and why wouldn't i want to wake up to a beautiful picture of myself that's what i mean <laughs> yeah and honestly i think it's better sometimes just to be like delusionally confident yeah that's that has gotten me pretty confident. that has gotten me pretty far mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie and i just think like sure maybe you're being delusional but like it's gonna get you farther than like cutting yourself down bro like i remember when i wasn't confident and i like i didn't hate myself but i literally wasn't and it sucks it does suck Mm because you're like this shit is hard out here and it's like it's gonna be hard anyway so you might as well like yourself might as well something to hold on to (laughs) like shit have you ever dated someone that has like really bad mental health yeah actually (laughs) crazy right yeah and what's crazier is that it was literally my last actually no i want so happy okay good realization moment here yeah so it was actually my first relationship ever with this one guy he had the worst mental health ever and i felt like i always had to put him up like what you said and it was just i felt like i wasn't even my person i felt like i was an added person to him and we were just like one body two heads uh, and it just wasn't working and i was the head helping him all the time and it just it just brought me down i literally put that relationship in the past like put in the vault so right now it's just like i'm so happy that happened though yeah i feel like every girly needs a bad relationship because that makes you realize what the fuck you want in life yeah. and the standards you want to have it's so true i mean i i'm happy for girls who have not had to experience that but honestly it does just make you a stronger person it does it does like it just helps you get your shit together and like like you said know your worth and know your standards thank you next are you literally Arne. yeah okay so rain yeah uh, before we wrap up the show, okay. you've been amazing. Thank you, been great I too. I love this. You're so fun. Okay, so um, before we head into our last segment, why don't you share your biggest piece of advice or thought tip uh, with the listeners about mental health, dating, anything? So my biggest thought tip is mm-hmm. literally just be yourself. Be the genuine person you are and be that bitch you are because you're great. You are great. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> You know, I feel like people are always like, it's funny because people always say some kind of version of like, be yourself, mm-hmm. but it's just like, you can never be reminded of that too much. You can't. You know, because it's so easy. Your confidence literally always wavers. Like some days you're like, yeah, I'm on top. Sometimes you're on bottom. I was just crying two hours ago, bro. No, literally. <laughs> and you need, and you need someone to like level you out, you know? <laughs> 40 minutes ago (laughs) you know what that is okay because like that's like when you hear stuff like that that's why we do the show that's why you know you're passionate about mental health you have to have things that ground you yeah bring you back and you're like no 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 you are that bitch relax it's okay Mm -hmm. so i'm here for that thank you i like co-sign that i'm here for your show your show's great thank (laughs) you aw all right so before we wrap up the show today let's do everybody's favorite segment which is thought anthem of the week this is a segment i always like end the show with it's just um it's a playlist i have on spotify of everyone's song choices but it's a so cool yeah it's called thought anthem of the week and it's like a sexy picture of me in a bikini but anyway i love it (laughs) so uh thought anthem is a song that makes you feel sexy empowered usually it's the type of music you would listen to like while you're getting ready to go out that's usually like when i've listened to this playlist okay so um rain what is your thought anthem it's called money on my mind by upsall love yeah why is it your thought anthem well um money on my mind because you're trying to chase the bag <laughs> period every fucking day every fucking hour millisecond good <laughs> good 
So money's always on the mind. Money's on the mind. But no, it's a great ass song. <laughs> yeah. What's your, do you have like a favorite lyric or like line? Um, Literally, it's like money on my mind. That's all it says. That's good. But the bass goes so hard. <laughs> I don't know if I know that song. Is it? What's the genre? Um, It's pop, but it's by Upsall. She like made the song called Drugs. Like we just came to the party for the drugs. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. It was like banging on TikTok a couple of years ago. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Money on my mind. Yeah, it's a it's a good song. I oh, personally I only listen to it when I'm getting ready, but it just puts you in that bad bitch mood. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love it. Okay, so money on my mind will be added to that anthem of the week. Yeah, I can't listen. All right, Rain. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having You're me. A literal queen. Why don't you tell the thotties where they can find you, follow you, and promote anything you want to promote? So high. Um, literally follow me at, at Rain Jasmine mm. on everything, literally all my socials. And then what you should definitely look into is my couch talk, which is my podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about mental health, really, with like your favorite internet celebrities. Love. Yeah. Yes. So everybody check out Couch Talk. Yes. Where um is it on Spotify? It is on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Podcast. It's not on Apple, not yet. It's only on Spotify and youtube i have a youtube series of it and that's really about it perfect so check that out follow rain and we'll have you back very soon thank you all right hotties that is all i have for you this week so like i said in the beginning if you like this episode make sure you share it with a friend share it on your socials you can give me a shout out um if you'd like to follow the thought topic we are at the thought topic and there's a zero in thought you want to follow me i'm at christian like dior with two r's and dior on instagram and at christian like dior with one r on (laughs) on tiktok Uh, one day i will pay the person off to have that be my universal name but i like it people like it so whatever anyways thank you guys again and i will see you all next time